Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So there's been a debate before today's show. It was a hot debate. Almost came to blows here. Uh, almost looked like a UFC match. We were debating if the current thing, because you know we all support the current thing, right? You have to. We were debating if the current thing has changed now that the news about Elon and Twitter broke this morning. Was there a current thing update? Is it now Ukraine, the abortion topic, or Elon? What is it? I don't know. I'm confused. But because there's not unanimity on a current thing update, I agreed not to play the current thing stinger. Um, you know, you got to have unanimity or it's not a current thing. I think the current thing has changed. You'll see it in the coverage today, Elon. What happened with Elon? I'll get to that in a second. Hey, revoke big tech's right to look at your data because they don't have that right. Protect your online privacy. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I've got a loaded show for you today. I've got that. I've got the anatomy of a deceitful mother White House campaign with this crack pipes thing. I'm going to show you the, the story the media is missing about this and the catastrophe at the border with some shocking video that came out yesterday. Completely open now. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. All right, Joe. Friday, so let's go, Daddy-o. It's Friday! (laughs) It is, it is, it is Friday, and the AC is back on today. Oh, that's good. Pool of sweat. It broke right before the show yesterday. Oh, no. You know what happened, by the way? I know too much information. I'm sorry. I'll get to I promise. I got a lot to get to. But there was a frayed wire. Someone must have clipped the wire with a razor uh-huh. when they were cutting the wire. It was a little bit frayed. And because I, I live off uh, the ocean here in the river, in the estuary, mm-hmm. the salt water, it just rotted the thing away yeah. like it was done. It couldn't commute. So I was trying to hit the app, then it wasn't, wasn't working. So that's what happened, in case any of you cared. Beyond that, let's get to the real news, because who gives right. a damn? Um, I think there's a current thing update. Guy says no. And I, I'm basing it on this. Uh, Reclaim the Net has this piece up. Elon Musk tweeted out this morning, that the deal with Twitter to purchase Twitter by Elon Musk is on, quote, hold pending an investigation into spam bots. Now, he, he tweeted out later after that that he's still proceeding forward with this deal. But uh, just quick before I get to the story du jour, the crack pipe story, is Elon really buying Twitter? Um, I don't know. I think we really have to start to ask that question. I'm not suggesting in any way, shape or manner that the man is lying or anything like that, please. And I absolutely support his decision to do this and take it more towards a free speech platform. But I got to ask you this. Why would he tweet that out otherwise? I mean, he had to know it was going to impact the stock price, which it did, which he owns a lot of. I mean, the guy's not trying to lose money, right? Can we be, can we, whether he's trying to make money or not, you can argue that all day. I, I think he is. It's not stupid. But we can all agree, right? He's not trying to lose money. My guess is, that because he has some inside information, he has to be careful what he puts out there. And my guess is that they're, during the due diligence process with him purchasing Twitter, follow me here, that they found out that Twitter is populated by a whole lot more spam and bots than Twitter's letting on. 
I have no inside info that that's the case. I'm speculating here, uh, you know, to be candid with you, but I think my speculation is pretty strong based on the, uh, the, the, the chronological flow of events. Now, why would that matter, right? Why would Elon care about the bots? Well, number one, you want the platform to have some integrity. You don't want to be full of uh, bots, one guy hitting from 10,000 accounts, obviously. But second, advertisers. Advertisers pay to talk to who, Joe? You've been in radio a long time. People, yes, real sir. people. They don't pay to talk to bots. So if there's a guy in Russia sitting in boxer shorts, eating a Hot Pocket in his mom's basement, controlling 50,000 accounts on Twitter, I'm exaggerating, but you get the point. And you're selling those 50,000 accounts to advertisers is 50,000 people. The advertisers are going to want to know that because you're really talking to one. They pay based on CPM, cost per mil, cost to reach 1,000 people. So you're paying that times 50, and it's really just one person. That's why, that's what I think is going on here. I think Elon's people during the due diligence process found out that Twitter doesn't really have as many users as they say they have. I'm guessing. We'll see. Okay. Again, well, I want to, I think it's the current thing. I'm seeing it all over. Here it is right now, Fox. Elon Musk says, do Twitter takeovers off? He says no. And if it's not unanimous, it's not the current thing. Moving on. So yesterday... A story I have been following because my Facebook page, as always, because it's always under attack, and I will have a decision on that coming soon as well, working on that, hoping to have some resolution on that. Remember the story about the Biden administration providing federal tax dollars to uh, drug locations that were buying smoking kits for crack? They call them safe smoking kits. Joe, is there a way to safely smoke crack? I I'm just... Don't think so, Dan. I think no, it's no, all, it's not good. It's no, it's all. It's bad. not vitamins and minerals. It's not no. like one of those vitamin C IVs you get no. right. Cracks, crack, crack is whack, right, Joe? Didn't they tell yeah. us back in the eighties? Yeah. You were alive in the eighties. Four 80s, out of correct? five doctors would agree. Yes, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> they yes. would agree, right? Yeah. There's always one. Joe's right. There's always one. <laughs> There's always a holdout. Four out of five doctors would agree. Crack is definitely whack. Kids, don't do crack because what's the golden rule of the Dan Bongino show? <laughs> yes. Don't get don't, dead. Yeah, yeah. And crack will help you get dead right quick. I'm not a Southerner, but I love him to death. Don't get dead. Crack is whack. It'll help you get dead. And if it's going to help you get dead, don't do it. This is very simple. So the fact that my tax dollars, because I work for a living like Joe and Guy and Justin and everyone else here, I work for a living. I object to my tax dollars paying for crack because it's whack and it helps people get dead. And I don't want to help people get dead. Matter of fact, it's the golden rule of the show to not get dead. So we were kind of pissed about the story. But don't worry. Peppermint chimed in back in February. It's now May. Yes, checking again. She checked in with us back in February. The most grotesque liar to ever occupy the position of press secretary, Jen Psaki. And she told us, the Biden administration buying crack pipes, that doubt was definitely, definitely a hoax, and we're all crazy. Here's Jen Psaki back in February. Check this out. HHS just put out a statement clarifying um, around some reports uh, that crack pipes are not would be part of the safe smoking kits that are funded by mm -hmm. the administration. Um, but can you clarify for us, were they never a part of the kit, or were they removed in response to this reporting and this pushback is the they were never part of the kit it was inaccurate reporting and we wanted to put out information to make that clear so there you go armacost don't worry 
Jen Psaki told us that was, quote, inaccurate reporting. The Biden administration buying crack pipes. Again, folks, this is the anatomy of a deceit campaign from the United States government where they work with big tech fact checkers, liberal media idiots and media outlets. Right. And uh, activists as well. It's just a liberal media activists. Right. As well, where they work to shut down is to lie to you, number one, that they're not buying crack pipes. They are. Um, and then they attack people who tell the truth. Now, these fact checkers, and I'll go through this in a second, they played into this. They are nothing more than slimeball, slimeball liars who work for a big government regime buying crack pipes to help people get dead. And because it's a story that reflects negatively on the Democrats who love to help people get dead, they did their role because they have no human dignity to cover it up. And what happens, in case you think this is painless, is they go to Facebook pages like mine, which warned you about this, they fact check it and make sure my page gets wrecked and that you can't see the story. Here are some of the guilty parties, this motley crew of losers who helped people get dead. Here's Michelle Shen at USA Today. What's inside a safe smoking kit to stop opioid overdose? No, it's not a crack pipe. Loser, loser, zero, loser, you see what happened here? They sense the backlash. USA Today, they're communist propagandist losers. They sense the backlash. The American people don't want to get dead. They don't want to help people get dead with crack pipes. So they chimed in. You may say, you haven't updated us on the story. Oh, yeah, I'll show you the evidence that the story's real. We all, but, uh, however, it doesn't matter because I already I told you the rule, right? When the fact checkers tell you a story's false, you know it's real. Okay, so I shouldn't even have to update the story, but I will because I believe in facts, unlike Michelle Shen. Here's another one. Here's PolitiFact, which, I mean, come on, folks. PolitiFact, this is really, at this point, it's just embarrassing. I mean, I legitimately offered a PolitiFact writer, Bill McCarthy, $100,000 cash. He's at Bill D. McCarthy on social media, right? Ask him to take the money to back up his fact check on something he says I said. He still won't take it. He's a fact checker because he knows he lied. Here. PolitiFact, the Biden administration spending $30 million on crack pipes, mostly false. No, the White House isn't spending $30 million on crack pipes. Here's what's really going on. This is who Lewis Jacobson and Samantha Putterman. Losers, losers. Life losers who could never get real jobs. That's why they do what they do. Here's USA Today again. Bayless Wagner. Oh, Bayless. We've had a Bayless who cannot seem to get a story. Bayless cannot get out of her own way. Bayless trips over her own feet. Fact check. False claim that Biden administration is distributing 30 million of crack pipes. $30 million worth of crack pipes. Folks, expose every one of these people. Names will be named. And we will humiliate these idiots because we were, we are always on the, whatever they tell you, I'm telling you the opposite. True. Here's CNN chiming in the disgraced Tara Subramanian fact check. Biden administration isn't funding crack pipes. Of course, here's Reuters again. These are just pathetic folks. These are really Reuters fact check, fact check. U.S. government officials did not say crack pipes would be distributed in safer drug kits. Okay. Here's Saki again. Pepperman, who thinks you're a moron, attacking Senator Marsha Blackburn, a Republican from Tennessee, for saying, listen, I'm not going to vote for this unless you guys tell us the truth. 
about crack pipes. And Saki's like, at Marsha Blackburn, she's crazy. We're not funding crack pipes here. Check this out. One of Senator Blackburn's primary concerns is about uh, a relation to the set to the funding of crack pipes. Is this correct? Which is not an issue. So this is a this is an issue that what, what is happening here is that's potential to hold up funding the government and important programs around an issue that is not an issue because we've been very clear that we are not providing funding for crack pipes. Why am I focusing on this story? Why do I keep bringing it? It's not about crack pipes, folks. You're going to hear this story all day. What the media is missing is this is about haves and have nots. You were the have nots. The haves are the people who have access. It's not about money. Money's a part of it. It's access. The left, the media, fact checkers have access to power. They can shut down a story that reflects negatively on them, even if it's true like that. Yet when a story about a Republican comes out, like the collusion hoax with Donald Trump that's fake, they also have access to power and make sure people think it's true even when it's false. That is power, man. That is real power. Here's Saki again. Shockingly yesterday, after the free beacon broke the story that they got the actual crack pipes. I'll show you the article. Here is Saki again. I, I, can't, I use this word intentionally. A human being with no dignity at all. She has kids. She has kids. Can you imagine going up there and selling your soul for a buck to this pathetic movement to advance the cause of giving people crack pipes to help them get dead? Can you imagine this? Having to explain to your family why you do what you do? Here she is yesterday after the story was verified they have the crack pipes here she is i i i it's just what an idiot just check this out this policy does not allow for crack pipes to be included i would just note that this is a bit of a conspiracy theory that's been spread out there it's not accurate again a human being with not a shred of dignity at all my gosh how many times on this show have we called out people in our own party for doing dumb stuff it's because I have some dignity, man. I want to, you know, graduate to the next life and go six feet deep, knowing I stood for something. Jen Psaki, what does she stand for? Crack pipes. Here's the free beacon story. Remember when the story was, oh, we're not funding crack pipes, it's a conspiracy theory. So Patrick Howe from the Washington Free Beacon, read this story. Bongino.com slash newsletter. It's in my newsletter. Sign up today. Yes, safe smoking uh, kits include free crack pipes. We know because we got them. So Patrick Hauf did what's called reporting. Melissa Shen, Louis Jacobson, Samantha Putterman, Tara Saramanian. You may want to try this thing called reporting sometime. So they actually went to the organizations being funded by the federal government and they got these safe smoking kits. And they found out that all of the centers they visited were run by health-focused nonprofits and government agencies, the types of groups eligible to receive funding, starting this month from the Biden administration's $30 million grant program. And everyone they went to had crack pipes. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. This is not planned. I don't know what he's doing with that. He's like Jim over there. I don't know what he's doing over there. I'm on the meatloaf. Very good. Folks, again, forget the crack pipes, okay? That part of the story is bad enough. This is not a story about that. It is a story about haves and have-nots and how the haves 
The liberal elites and the culture warriors destroying this country and burning it to the ground have access to power. It is power to be able to control information and shut down negative information. That is real power. Forget the money. Money can buy you access, but money isn't access all the time. I've got money. I do okay for myself. I don't have their access. Dan, you're having that. I'm not talking about material goods. I'm talking about access to my only power is through you. And they are trying to shut me down. That's why I have on True Social that I've been public enemy number one. It's not me playing anybody's victim. I'm telling you, they come after me all the time. This misinformation thing, it is their game. This is their game to lie to you and control the access to information. It's going everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. It's flowing into state medical boards, too. I'm going to get to that in a second. Let me get to my next sponsor. And I got a video coming up about the king of pain, Joe Biden. I want to show you what the border looks like right now. And I want you to explain to me how in hell this is a border. It's coming up. Let me get to my uh, next sponsor first. ExpressVPN. You hear him at the beginning of every show. Listen, they have no right to your online activity, okay? Get them off of your the spying. It's ridiculous. Get a VPN. You ever read the fine print that appears when you start browsing in incognito mode? Oh, you think you're safe there? It says your activity may still be visible to your employer, your school, or your internet service provider. How, why even call it incognito mode? Listen, to really stop people from seeing the sites you visit, you need to do what I do, get ExpressVPN. Think about all the times you use Wi-Fi, coffee shop, restaurant, hotel, parents' house, whatever. Without ExpressVPN, every site you visit could be logged by the administrator of that network. And that's still true even when you're in incognito mode. What's more, your home internet provider can also see and record your browsing data. Not that any stuff is bad, folks. It's just your business. And in the U.S., they're legally allowed to sell that data to advertisers. I am a privacy hawk. ExpressVPN is an app that encrypts all of your network data and reroutes it through a network of secure service so that your private online activity stays just that, private. ExpressVPN works on all your devices and is super easy to use. The app literally has one button. You tap it to connect and your browsing activity is secure from prying eyeballs. So stop letting strangers invade your online privacy. Protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Use my link at expressvpn.com slash Bongino to get three extra months free. That's express, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. Here's what I'm talking about by misinformation, the abuse of the term as they spout misinformation, like there's no crack pipes, is their weapon. I warned you about these state medical boards, ladies and gentlemen. This Federation, Reclaim the Net, this article will be in the newsletter too, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Federation of State Medical Boards introduces a new misinformation policy. Their president, Chowdhury, encourages state boards that do not have the necessary language in their policies to take action against misinformation. Folks, I bring this up specifically in light of the administration lying to you and the control of information because with the COVID crisis going on, it's only a matter of time before we get another medical outbreak. And that next outbreak, once they've realized the power COVID gave them to shut people down, kick you off Facebook, kick you off Twitter, ban you, get you fired from your job, get doctors fired from their job, this is only going to get worse going forward. We got to change this now. Vote like your life depended on 2022. All right, moving on. Folks, the border is a nightmare. Joe Biden yesterday, I, uh, I asked you to go out on social media and call Joe Biden is now the king of pain. Reminds me of the police song. That's what he is. I told you yesterday, the man's spitting in your face right now. 
everything he's doing to cause the multiple crises going on right now, inflation, open border, Ukraine, uh, the collapse of peace deals overseas, kissing the Iranian death to American asses and their asses over there. Everything he's doing is making it worse. He's spitting in your face right now. The border is that we, we don't have, please stop talking about the, but we don't have a border. Okay. We don't, we have a suggestion. There's not really a border. So do, where'd this video come from? You guys know, was this Bill, Mal Bill Malugin from Fox? He's actually down at what we used to call a border. I want to play about 15 seconds. This goes on for a whole minute. But because our audio listeners, you're only going to hear a couple people saying where they're from. You can hear Cuba. This is a flow of people just waltzing into the country. Explain to me again how we have a border. Here is the king of pain, Joe Biden, who's getting ready, by the way, in just about, what, 10 days or so to stop enforcing Title 42. So we can turn people around at the border because of COVID. They're going to stop enforcing that. You think this is bad? Watch to see what happens in about two weeks. Here, look at this. That's a border. What's at the border? A stop sign? Like, please stop here. And What is that? What is that? A yield sign? I mean, what is that? Yield as you pay, just make sure no one's walking by you and you, you call that a border. But don't worry, Saki has a solution for this. Not only do you get to come in the country now because we don't have a border. OK, and Joe Biden is going to make it worse in just about 10 days. Worse, if that's even possible, because the man is the king of pain. That's what he is. We're now shipping baby formula which could be used to feed American citizens, our babies here. We're now shipping that down to the border, too, where Congresswoman Kat Kamek got photos of pallets of baby food, baby formula, excuse me, being shipped down to the border. Of course, this doesn't bother the left that thinks we should take care of everyone else around the world before we take care of our own citizens. Let them starve. The left doesn't care. They really can't stand you. They are spitting in your face right now, expectorating. Here's Jen Psaki yesterday when finally a reporter's like, hey, I got a question. What are you going to tell American families because they can't get formula? And her answer is just her. I was, I was waiting for her to say, you know, oh, they should just learn to code. She didn't go there. It was even worse. Here, check this out. Which agency should that question be directed to? Just the very practical, immediate question of if you can't find formula and you need it for your baby to eat. What should they be doing? Uh, we would certainly uh, encourage any parent who has concerns about their child's health or well-being to call their doctor or pediatrician. You mean the same doctors who will be accused for, of misinformation if they indicate that there's formula down at the border instead of formula being here? Those doctors, or are they allowed to say that? Or will they be accused by Facebook, USA Today, PolitiFact, USA Today again, CNN and Reuters of misinformation? Whatever. Well, now, here's a question. If you go to the doctor, right, and you don't have formula, but can you get a crack pipe? Wait, can you go and sell the crack pipe for formula? Can you do that? I'm just curious because we got formula at the border. Can you go take a crack pipe, right? Go to one of these government-funded crack pipe centers. Get a crack pipe, which has obviously got some value. Bring it to a crack user, right, because they're trying to get dead. Can you bring that down to drug mules at the border? Sell them the crack pipe and then use the money to buy formula that's sitting at the border because uh, you can't get it. I'm, I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. Is that possible? What? 
Yeah, Guy's depressed. Guy, I, I know. I'm like, what is he doing? Guy, folks, he has his headphones on. He took the headphones off and put his head. I thought he was sick again or something. He looked like he was going to throw up. No, I mean, really, get the crack pipe. Take it to the drug mules walking into the country, sell them the crack pipe for a few bucks, and then turn yourself in as an illegal immigrant, burn your passport, and give them some money for the formula. I mean, it could work out great. Could work out just fantastic for you. This is a country we live in. All right, quick promo before we move on. Folks, I'm going to have a segment on my Fox show tomorrow night, Saturday at 9 on cryptocurrency with the great Laya Halpern. She's fantastic. She's been on my show before. What is going on with crypto? I got that. I got Don Jr. on. I got Ron DeSantis on his war on communism. I got Dr. Peter McCullough on about spike proteins and blood clots with the vaccine. It's probably the most loaded show we've had. Set your DVR now. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. on Filter. We're going to be talking about this. Fortune Magazine has this story. Fortune Online. Coinbase earnings were bad. We're still, the crypto exchange is now warning bankruptcy could wipe out user funds. Now, in store your, I, I, let me just put this out in advance. I am by far uh, not an expert on crypto. I understand how blockchain works. I understand how crypto works. One of my business partners is intimately involved with crypto. I've gotten the briefings, but uh, I don't like to get out of my space. However, the crypto market it's a fact, it's not my opinion, has been hurting over the last few days. A lot of value has been wiped out. It's, people are asking a lot of questions. Keep this story quick here, but here's what I think is going to happen, folks. Blockchain, as with any new technology that's transformative, I think is going to go through a flushing out period. I'll give you an example. Remember the dot-com bubble? Pets.com and all that, people that got wiped out wasn't the end of dot-com, was it? It's kind of funny. We talk about like the dot-com bubble and they say it burst. Did it? I mean, the internet's, there's <laughs> more dot, you can't even get a dot-com anymore. Every dot-com is bought. What happened? There was some, I guess, irrationality in the beginning as people jump in and try to make money and earn revenue and a lot of money pours into a new technology. Creative destruction, folks, as Joseph Schumpeter said. Eventually, some people's wealth, sadly, is going to be destroyed. But I don't believe blockchain and the creation of cryptocurrency is going to ultimately be destroyed. What I'm trying to get at is this wipeout may be a flushing out of bad coins. And it may be the end of the beginning, not the beginning of the end. And I, you know, I hate when people say, hey, let me sound really good. No, I mean it. I think this is the end of the beginning chapter on crypto. Where a lot of people who got in and made investments in bad coins, they call them hit coins with an S in front of it, some bad ones are going to get flushed out. But I think there is a role for this in the future. And uh, I think eventually this may be a good thing to kind of flush out the market and ground people more and focus more on the technology than making a quick dollar. I have an, a crypto expert because again, I know my limits. I'm not ever going to be a stupid, smart person. Laya Halpern is great. She'll be on my Fox show tomorrow to talk about this more. Two pager today. It's Friday. We got a loaded show. Can't leave the week without it. Um, hat tip, my man. Uh, Abraham, he's really awesome. He's a listener. Um, I'm going to get to my next sponsor, but after the next sponsor, I want to get to this video. Remember Jonathan Gruber? Is that, you remember, oh, do yes. you remember him, Joe? You remember, right? The Obamacare oh, guy? Yeah. He was one of the architects of Obamacare telling everyone in videos, you're all morons. We're taking advantage of the stupidity of the American vote. I mean, he literally said that. Uh, remember that? He was a huge embarrassment for yep. the administration. 
Well, one of the listeners who regularly emails us sent this clip and he's like, Dan, and I said, I'm thinking to myself, this guy's so spot on. He goes, you know, the Biden administration wants to hike corporate taxes right now. And they keep telling people it's going to go to those evil businesses. You're not going to pay. That's kind of weird because Jonathan Gruber lays out exactly what a scam this is when he was trying to sell Obamacare. I'm going to play these videos. You got to see them. I'm going to play Biden after it. And I want to show you again how these people do nothing but lie to you. The greatest source of misinformation and disinformation in the cosmos right now, right now is the Biden administration. They lie about everything, everything. All the time. All right, let me get to my next sponsor first. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Okay. Again, hat tip, Abraham, listener here. He sent this over. Remember this from Jonathan Gruber. Now, just a little quick background. He was one of the architects on Obamacare. Now, with Obamacare, they realized you get a, if you were, I'm going to try to explain this simply. If I screw this up, Joe, please stop me. So Obama, when they were trying to pass this government takeover of Obamacare, him and Gruber and others who designed this thing, Ezekiel Emanuel and others, they realized that if they took away the tax benefits for you having employee-sponsored health care, there's a tax benefit. You basically don't pay taxes on something. They knew if they did that and made that taxable, that the American people would lose their minds. Everybody tracking? Yes. It, you know that, right? We're good. You get a tax benefit for employee-sponsored health care. If they took that away and you had to pay taxes on the value of the plan your employer gives to you, your tax bill would go up a lot. So Obama's like, wow. And Gruber, they're like, that kind of sucks. People aren't going to vote to pay more in taxes. And people like Gruber and Obama are like, wait, we got an idea. How do we get people to pay more taxes for their health care? And then, because they're really dumb, they're them talking, not me. We get them to do it, but we do it by taxing the corporations because where do the corporations get the money from? Oh, they get it from the people. Here is Jonathan Gruber, one of the architects of Obamacare, explaining exactly this how they tax you, but because they think you're stupid, they tax the corporations instead, knowing you're just going to pay the tax anyway. This is just glorious. Check this out. What if instead just levied a 40% tax on the insurance companies that sell these terrible, expensive Cadillac plans? We said, well, that's pretty much the same thing. So why does it matter? We said, you'll see. And they were both in that pass. Because America was too stupid to understand the difference. <laughs> <laughs> so basically... So I was speeding off, speaking off the cuff. And I think Until the second message here arose, John Kerry... And John Kerry said, no, 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 we're going to tax your health insurance. We're going to tax those evil insurance companies. We're going to impose a tax that if they sell health insurance, it's too expensive. We're going to tax them. And conveniently, the tax rate will happen to be the marginal tax rate under the income tax code. So basically, it's the same thing. We just tax the insurance companies. They pass it on higher prices. That offsets the tax break we get. It ends up being the same thing. It's a very clever, you know, basically exploitation of the, of the, of the lack of economic understanding of the American voter. Stupid smart people, folks. This is 
you know, I know some of you like the economics in the show. Some of you don't. They don't call it the dismal science for nothing. But it's kind of weird because it's the one thing that impacts every single American, economics and how the government treats your wallet. Do you understand what he's saying here? That they didn't want to tax you directly, but they had to tax you. So because they think you're idiots, they just passed the same tax on to the insurance, health insurance companies, knowing that they were just going to hike your prices in the end anyway. So you were paying the taxes just through higher inflated insurance costs, which is exactly what happened, by the way. After Obamacare, your health care went up. You think it was by accident? They did that. Because what happens when you hike taxes on corporations? Where do they get their money? They get their money from you. When you hike taxes on corporations and increase their costs, they increase their prices. And then what happened? The government blames the evil corporate. Look at those evil corporations, what they're doing to you. They did nothing to you. The government did it. He just said it. That is such a terrific, terrific quote about how the greatest source of misinformation on this rock we call Earth today is the United States government and the idiots helping shove their garbage down your throat. Now, it doesn't matter how many times I I, I show you the simple mathematics of how taxing corporations are a tax on you because you pay the corporations for their products. It doesn't matter how many times I tell you that. Liberals will still be <laughs> evil. Tax the corporation. They're taxing you. Here's Biden yesterday or the day before, excuse me, giving a speech. He thinks you're an idiot. Corporations got to pay their fair share. It's you. You. And then he lies again, by the way, mischaracterizing completely why the deficits are down. I'll get to that in a second, too. Here, check this out. I'm taking inflation uh, very seriously, and it's my top domestic priority. Americans have a choice right now between two paths, reflecting two very different sets of values. My plan attacks inflation and grows the economy by lowering costs for working families, giving workers well-deserved raises, reducing the deficit by historic levels, and making big corporations and the very wealthiest Americans pay their fair share. So he indicates first he wants to put more money back in your wallet by taxing corporations. Even though John Gruber, who worked with the Obama-Biden administration on passing Obamacare, got caught in multiple speeches telling you that that is a farcical, ridiculous argument. And yet people still buy it, thinking the corporations get their money from who? The freaking Martians? Where do you think they get the money from, man? Where? Now, moving on, Biden keeps bragging about his historic deficit reduction. The man's a total liar. It's a bit of a long quote from the journal. It's, it's three short paragraphs, but it's important. Why the budget deficit is falling. Pretty simple uh, title to the piece. Biden keeps taking credit for the deficit. Now, keep in mind, you got to understand the def- difference. Deficits are our annual shortfalls, annual tax dollars, annual spending year by year. Our debt is the accumulated deficits over time, how much we owe overall. Pretty simple stuff, right? Yeah. Biden keeps ridiculously claiming that he's, he's championing in this deficit reduction. That's nonsense. The journal notes right here that spending, government spending has fallen only because of decreases in pandemic-related spending, which the Democrats want to make permanent. 
The only reason that the spending that was causing massive deficits is not permanent is because of Mansion and Cinema who stopped them. Do you want keep that up a second? You understand how much of a again the misinformation and lies. He's trying right now to make these deficits even higher. He's only being stopped by Mansion and Cinema, and then he's taking credit after they stop him for deficits going down because he wants to raise them. Here's the other reason deficits have been going down. I thought we needed more taxes, right? The journal notes, no one in Washington seems to want to report this. Tax revenue is booming. Federal receipts through April rose an astonishing $843 billion or a 39% hike to nearly $3 trillion. There's still a third of the fiscal year to go. So they're taxing the living Hades out of you. They're trying to spend even more money during an inflation crisis. And yet Biden hilariously is taking credit for deficit reduction. This is freaking hilarious. The king of pain, man. All right, moving on. More lies, by the way, from the Biden administration that just cannot stop lying. You know Merrick Garland, the Againo attorney general in name only? the most corrupt human being to ever sit in that spot. Well, Merrick Garland, we went through this yesterday, has repeatedly lied about the abuse of the Department of Justice and the FBI to target parents that showed up in school board meetings to complain about masks and CRT. He said, we wouldn't do that. We weren't investigating parents as domestic terrorists. Just the news, Greg Piper, story be in the newsletter, folks. Parents protesting school COVID policies faced dozens of FBI investigations, says GOP lawmakers. Folks, why is this guy still in office, the attorney general? Why is he still? Why, why isn't there a move by even Democrats at this point to impeach this buffoon? You cannot have a constitutional republic where the people with the guns and the power, the FBI, are investigating people in search of crimes, investigating parents in search of crimes rather than crimes in search of people. Think about that. Think about that. That is not a constitutional republic. That is a tyranny. When you pick a group of people, parents who object to masks in schools, and you try to find a crime like the FBI did, that is not America. In America, we find out there was a crime committed. Some parents say, God forbid, showed up at a school board's house and threw a firebomb in there. And, find out, and then you investigate, and you find, if and that didn't happen, but that's how it works. It doesn't go the other way around. Just ask the people up in uh, Michigan about that one. All right, let me get this. Let me get my last sponsor because I want to get to, I got questions for you. And I've got a major story about the World Health Organization. I, again, I don't want to be first. I want to be correct. And there's an update. There's something really fishy going on with the WHO. I want you to stay tuned. And uh, just quickly on the wage cut coming up next. I got a lot of news Friday. I want to get it all in plus your questions. So, folks, again, the Biden administration lies to you. They love lying to you. Um, you are getting poorer under the Biden administration as they continue to make you believe that sucking more money out of your wallet by taxing corporations, which will pass the expense on to you, they keep telling you that's going to somehow make you richer. How that's going to work, I don't know. Is it um, tooth fairy type logic? Not really sure. Because you are getting poorer, as this Fox Business article indicates. Inflation gave most Americans a 2.6% wage cut in April. So you may be getting nominally paid more, but in the real world, you're actually making less money. You can thank... Wait a second. Second you haven't used the Let's Go Brandon Cowbell in a while? 
LGB. Let's go, Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. You're doing a great job there, buddy. Terrific work. Spot on. Love you, babe. <laughs> Where'd I get that? That's an armor costing. <laughs> All right, moving on. I've been getting a lot of emails about this. So as always, I do my research first about the World Health Organization and their amendment to these international health regulations that want to add more power to the director of the World Health Organization. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but I don't want to be taking any advice from the World Health Organization who has consistently screwed up on COVID. Remember all their nonsense? We're not really sure about human-to-human transmission. Well, maybe you should be sure before you tweet that out. You're only the World Health Organization. So I went to a tr pretty trusted source of mine, the FRC, Family Research Council, and Joshua Arnold has a good piece. Read this. It's in my newsletter today. Check it out, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Here's what's going on, and I'm going to follow the story. I'm not going to get ahead of my skis here. According to the FRC, that the WHO is afraid of big, bad freedom. That's the headline. Under these new World Health Organization regulations, they know the director general can tell the entire world, for instance, the United States, is ignoring public health warnings, which could lead to a tremendous international pressure. Hold that idea. They can unilaterally, if this passes, declare a public health emergency, the World Health Organization, even if member states say we're not going to comply. So you see the mechanism here would give them a note here in the FRC thing. Imagine if global bureaucrats, unrestrained by the Constitution, i.e. the WHO, wanted a vaccine mandate as badly as Joe Biden and could force our major partners to sanction the United States until we complied. Folks, that sounds like a big deal. You see the pressure it would put on the United States if they unilaterally declare a pandemic in the United States and the United States doesn't agree and they put out a bunch of edicts, mandates and stuff, and we don't comply, we wouldn't be forced to comply. But the pressure trying to force trading partners to sanction us until we did, interesting argument by the Family Research Council, Joshua Arnold. We get a lot of emails about this. I want to get ahead of my skis and please just follow the story where it takes you. Don't get ahead of it. Seeing a lot of like, they're going to, you know, take over the United States and say, well, we got to, let's take the story slow so we get it right. We don't want to be like the left with the crack pipe story. This is a real story that has very real consequences and causes very real problems. But I'm just asking you, let me, give me some time on it and let's flesh out to see where this goes. I can see it already. He uses an international campaign to pressure the United States for more globalization, and big government power. Speaking of horrible big governments, before I get to questions, Kathy Hochul, probably the worst governor in the country right now. She had People right now in New York are like, gosh, get us Andrew Cuomo back. Man, <laughs> that guy was spectacular. That's how bad yeah. Kathy Hochul is. This is an actual op-ed that the Wall Street Journal ran. I'm a little disappointed in the journal for running this. I got to be honest with you. This is really, I, I you know, I get it, man. Free speech and all. But you could have covered this in the news section. You don't have to waste an opinion section piece on this zero. The disgraced governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, she actually wrote this in the journal. Um, her sales pitch for businesses to move to New York is, come to New York. We'll terminate your kid's life in the womb. This is it. She writes an entire op-ed about how they'll offer safe harbor for those seeking access to abortion. She, this is her words. If you're a company considering relocation here, I assure you 
You'll never have to distance yourself from our policies via press release or pay for your employees to leave the state for medical care. You know, I grew up in New York. I still got a lot of love for it, folks. Don Mattingly was my hero growing up, the first baseman for the Yankees. Uh, I remember Yankees-Mets fights. I'd fight with one of my stepbrothers over, uh, over the Yankees and the Mets if Ron Guidry was better than Doc Gooden. I mean, fights. We'd like fight over it. That's how passionate I was. I love New York. Grew up there with mo- most of my adult life. To see this state descend into total madness to the point where their best sales pitches come to our state, we'll whack your kid. It's just a shame. It really is. And that they wasted an op-ed on this zero is just stunning. All right. Now, to the part of the show you always look forward to on Friday, questions for Dan. All right, question one. The real Buddy B. I guess there are a lot of fake Buddy Bs. So he's letting himself know on local that he's letting everyone know this is the real Buddy B. Hey, Dan, have you heard a single elected member of the Republican Party mention the undeniable evidence of mass voter fraud on display in 2000 Mules? Could you name maybe one or two of them for me? Buddy, um, the real Buddy B. I don't want to confuse it with the fake Buddy. Um, I haven't. But remember, the absence of evidence is not evidence of absence, right? Because I haven't seen it doesn't mean it didn't happen. You get it? That was a Nassim Taleb thing. But I, I, it doesn't mean I haven't. I have not seen it. But you are correct. Every Republican lawmaker should be discussing what seems to be the single biggest election scheme we've seen in modern times. And I haven't heard it. Shocking. Good question, though. Next, at Ted Burningham. Hey, Dan, with all the health concerns uh, in the recent past, how are you doing? Hope all's well with your health. Our dear brother, Godspeed. Thank you, sir. Uh, dear brother, that's very nice of you. I, I mean that. Uh, I'm doing okay. I, 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 feel, uh, I feel pretty good. I haven't had any scans lately, so thanks for checking up. So, um, you know, I don't even like to get out ahead of it, so knock on wood. And I'll tell you, Ted, just quickly... I had I was talking to Father Pavone at the Mar-a-Lago uh, premiere, a great guy, and he asked me the same question. I said to him, and I mean it, it's not a virtue signaling, I don't worry about it. If Jesus Christ wants to take me early and he wants to meet, then I'm game. That's his call. So I don't worry one day about it. Not one minute. But thanks for checking up. I appreciate it. This is from... BG Steve. Hey, Dan, I know that sometimes when couples work together in a business, it causes some tension. I know that both you and Paul have worked together for years. How do you keep the separation between business relationships and personal relationships? Any tips? Well, first, I'll give you the fake answer. I'll give you the Saki answer. Oh, that's no problem. Oh, we love each other so much. It's never a big deal at all. That's the Saki answer. Okay. Now, now I'll give you the real answer. Um, it's hard. It really is. I mean, we She's been a, a key figure in my business because she's super smart and really know, just knows a lot of stuff. And she knows me well, too. But we don't agree about everything on business. And it's hard to have a business disagreement that doesn't filter into your personal relationship. So do I have any tips for you? Yeah. I mean, try to learn to compartmentalize them. But I'm telling you right now, Ed, it's not easy to do that. You got to learn to kind of just you know, let it go like the song from frozen. And it's not easy. I'm not going to tell you it is matter of fact, you know, going on right now, I have a disagreement about something right now, but that's the real world answer, not the Saki answer. All right, next. 
At Tina L1. Hey, Dan, many of us Republicans work with Democrats and leftists. We love our jobs and are thankful for our positions, but daily we're drained from working with these fools that still believe the mainstream media. Can you give us some pointers? Yes, I can on this one. Running for office, I experience this a lot. Listen to me. Whenever you argue with a leftist, do the best you can to keep it in line and not get emotional. Here, you're not going to convince 99% of leftists. They're, they're, they're done. It's like Yuri Bezmenov said, the KGB defector, until you take them to the concentration camps and they get kicked in the bottom. Nothing is going to stop. It was Bezmenov talking. Like, unless they see it and they see that in front of their faces, right? Nothing is going to change them. But the third party listening, who may be a Democrat but persuadable, when they hear you give articulate, level-headed points and the other side losing their mind calling you a racist misogynist, you'll convince a few. It happened to me when I was running for office. Remember, you're not arguing with the leftist. You're debating with the third party who's listening. They hear. Hey, Dan, Len Fav, how can we spread the truth at 2,000 mules? Why isn't this a lead story? Well, I kind of addressed that before, but on the how can we spread it? You have social media. You have email, right? You have friends you can call, 2000mules.locals.com. Everybody needs to see this before 2022. And by the way, everybody needs to be speaking to their election boards right now, doing everything they can to get rid of these dreadful ballot boxes. And if we're going to have, if we're stuck with these things, I want to know where the cameras are, who's looking at it, are they, and who's monitoring them in live time. You should get rid of them, though. They're horrible. Hey, Dan, Bama girl, one, two, three, four. Is there a good time to be able to get through to talk to you on the radio show? It's uh, like Rush. Also, when are you getting your Alabama football season tickets? Uh, oh, about Alabama football. I got some news on that. Coming, so I don't think I'll be at any Alabama. I may, but if I show up with the shirt on, you may not like it. I'll explain more in a second. Uh, in a, in, actually, not in a second. I'll explain more later. Couldn't put me in a bit of a spot there. I forgot I put that question in there. But the call line to our show, 844-484-3872. We only take calls in the last hour of the show. So if you call around 2.40 or so Eastern time, you probably stand a good chance of getting through. 844-484-3872. Okay. Last one. Victoria Lee for USA. What would happen if Justice Breyer decided not to retire, but they already confirmed the new chief justice? Could they push through having 10 justices on the court? This is what I brought. Victoria, awesome question. They already pushed through the confirmation of a judge, even though Breyer hasn't stepped down, stepped down yet. I've addressed this on one of the shows. What's to stop them from confirming 10 more? No, I'm not kidding. But what's to stop them right now, given that Breyer hasn't retired and no one else has either, from just saying, here are the next 10? Well, the new Senate would be number one, but still, what's the, would you, you, can, you can have a bullpen now of justices. I did a whole show on this. You're right. This is really dangerous, a very dangerous precedent. Republicans should do the same thing. We should, we should uh, confirm 15 justices for the, ne- <laughs> right, for the next eight years. All right. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Please don't miss my show, Unfiltered, 9 o'clock tomorrow night on Fox. Dr. McCullough on the vaccines. Don Jr., Ron DeSantis on this war on communism. It's a loaded show. Don't miss it. I'll see you all tomorrow. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.